Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm great, man. How are you? Man, I'm happy to hear that. I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. You're, you're welcome. It's because I care. You're caring? It's because I care. That we, Hey, when I was in a band, we were going to write a song called uh, She's Not Caring Anymore. And spell it K-A-R-E-N. Be like, you know, I married, I dated this girl named Karen. We got married. Everything was wonderful. And then she started sleeping around, and she's just not caring anymore. <laughs> what do you think? That could have yeah, been a hit. That, that could be a country song for sure. Yeah. yeah. She's not caring anymore. Right. <laughs> but I think you spell it like caring. Like C-A-R-I-N apostrophe? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Okay. We'll have to write the lyrics, and we can, uh, you know, just see how it comes out. All right. Well, yeah. I've given all my input that I'm really interested in providing. Yeah, I mean, it's like your Red Bull hasn't kicked in yet? Uh, No, maybe not. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I still have three quarters of a can, so I'm... Well, I mean, you you got out and did your exercise this morning. You Mm -hmm. you ran, I think, seven or eight miles. At least. You did your... uh, Is today leg day or arm day? Uh, yeah, uh, back and shoulders. Okay. You did some shrugs? Uh, I shrugged. What are you benching now? Like 450? I shrug a lot. I'm shrugging right now. (laughs) Ray, we are here for another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Yes, we are, and it's been a while. Yeah, well, yeah. Since last Friday, maybe? Yeah. And this is Thursday, isn't it? It's Thursday of the following week, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, you we, had to we, get some work done. Well, I, right, yeah. <laughs> I'd actually do a paying job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've enjoyed my time off okay. away from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're ready for another yeah. infusion of Ray. Well, it's funny that we're getting together, you know, here in this uh, studio today to kind of meet, if you will, because our topic of the day is meetings. I'm right. Yeah. We, I, I see the correlation there. Yeah. I like it. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure that this will be an effective meeting, but, you know, well, we, we came prepared. We, we came did come prepared, which is certainly an yeah. attribute of an effective meeting. Hasn't been effective so far. I mean, the podcast has been glorious so far. These first couple of minutes are great. You would have but, tuned out, right? But you've been here a couple of hours. True. And that had been very effective for no, one no. of us. I mean, it was effective for me. Yeah? Yeah, I got some work done. Uh, okay. I did. So, you okay. know, I, I'm sorry that it wasn't effective for you. No, I mean, well, I mean, I don't want to dive too much into your work, but y- you got one out of like five things done that you had scheduled, right? Right, but, you know, I mean, uh, the the other four, it was kind of a rule in, rule out kind of deal. So, you know, I know that those are, are not... It, it's part of the process, John. So you came with an agenda. I came with an agenda and, uh, to get some things done, and I was able to, in. you know, check them off the list. Good, good, good. So, well, I think that's the first kind of rule of an effective meeting: is okay. let's have an outline of what we are here to discuss. Let's have an agenda. So let's let's just talk about you know I mean the general hatred of meetings. Okay, I have uh, I have some punchlines for that. Oh, good. I have a, a. I was googling things about meetings, right? And one of the things that kind of popped up was a candle that you can buy, and it's called a candle for meetings, and it has an f bomb in there. A candle for meetings, right? Uh, and 
And when it has the description, it said, it smells like this could have been an email. It's <laughs> <laughs> a like, good one. I think I'll order that candle for our office. All right. Yeah. So what, what do you feel about meetings? Um, well, I categorize them in two general areas. Uh, group meetings, mm-hmm. which are more dissemination of information, and then uh, working meetings, which I think the, the fewer people that you have in a working meeting, you only need the essential people who are really participating in the working meeting, and it's more of a dialogue so, where people are engaged. Okay. Sounds to me like it's either information-based, like a presentation, right, or it is decision-based, where we need to discuss some items and kind of you know lay out a plan of action. Correct. I like it. I yeah. agree with that. Uh, I think the second... Of those, the uh, the working meeting is the more effective meeting, but there are times where the group meetings are required. Right, you need to get uh, uh, some important things out to the entire group. Therefore, we're going to come together. We're going to share those. We may take some questions just for clarification purposes, but we're really not, you know, looking for every individual in the meeting's input. And we do a lot of those as consultants. We do. Uh, and most of the time, yeah, let's get the key people together. Uh, let's, let's go over what our initiative is, what we plan to accomplish over the next 6, 12, 24 months. Right. And, yeah, it's more of a dissemination of information. Yeah. And uh, like you said, you get some champions. You get some prognosticators. Right. You get some, uh, what, uh, yeah, Some jabronis. Right, you get you get those who who get on board and are engaged, and then those who you know kind of shrug, roll their eyes, and and tolerate. But, and then those in between that just okay, I hear what you're saying, but explain how this is going to benefit me. Right. You know, I mean, I know I quote Dale Carnegie almost every episode, but I love the you know speak in terms of the other person's interest. Let's. Uh, I mean, we're getting away from the actual meetings now and talking about how to launch an agenda, but yeah, man. Yeah, but I mean, have have something of value for the participants in the meeting. Yeah, right. right. Or don't have the meeting. Yeah. I love that. You know, I mean, just the the idea behind that. You know, how many meetings do people attend that uh, could have been an email? Yeah, there was a Dilbert that said, uh, "We've reached peak meeting." Uh, Optimum meeting efficiency. Right. Because he said, we have so many meetings now that I don't have to go to any of them because I always have another meeting. You know, (laughs) I can't attend this one because I have a conflicting meeting that I've scheduled beforehand. Right. So now I don't have to go to any of them because I can refuse all of them. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I I couldn't make that one. I had another meeting at the same time. So, hey, speaking of Dilbert, here's you another one. All right. Give me another one. Another Dilbert. Boss says to the employee, I'm getting a lot of complaints about you being late for meetings. The employee says, uh, they never talk about anything important in the first 10 minutes. So, you know, and the boss says, well, they're usually talking about you being late. And he says, yeah, why do I need to be there for that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I, I could picture you being the employee in that scenario. I think it's very funny. I, I would do that just for the humor of it. Right. Just so I could tell the story. Right. <laughs> this one time. So uh, there is the Saturday morning sales meeting. 
It's a wonderful meeting. It's my favorite meeting of the year, right? So, <laughs> and how uh, how do we make a Saturday morning group meeting most effective, John? Well, I think we need to number one have an agenda. Number two, have a goal, right? I mean, let's not just get together and go, we're going to discuss this thing. Yeah. You know, let's say at the end of this meeting, I want to have a decision about, you know, this course of action or, you know, we have this issue. Let's get together and discuss possible solutions. But at the end of the meeting, I want to have a solution. Yeah, but that wouldn't be a Saturday morning sales meeting. Well, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I think the Saturday morning sales meeting, if we're talking about the car business and specifically that you know, Saturday morning meeting, I think it's it's to uplift and inspire and pump up your sales force, pump yeah. up your sales force, pump up your sales force, dance, dance. Right. So a little singing, a little, you know, yeah. jocularity. A little, a little, excuse me? <laughs> What'd you call me? <laughs> so, uh, but I, I don't, uh, Having participated in many, many Saturday morning sales meetings, I, I don't see that they're done with regularity with an agenda. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about the agenda of specifically of the Saturday morning sales meeting. I would want to promote what the current promotions are. Right. You know, the current, what, what are we pushing? What do we have too many of that we need to push? What are the great incentives? What's the big sale today? Right. Um, let's talk about spiffs, you know, is there some kind of special spiff today? Yeah. Uh, you know, sell that thousand day old unit and, and get everything over cost is your commission. Right. You know, I, I had a, the largest commission I ever had as a salesperson was I was working at a Ford dealer and it was on a, uh, I think it was a used vehicle, used truck that had been there, you know, I don't know, 300 days or something. Wow. So the used car manager says, you know what, here's the cost on it. Anything you get over that is yours. Wow. Well, so I sell the thing. I have a guy come in on a new one. Right. You know, like a new four-wheel drive with leather, and I flip him, him to a used two-wheel two drive. It must have been a nice enough unit that it was too nice to send to the auction but it know. wouldn't sell. Well, I mean, why else would you keep a used car on your lot that? You uh, they had a lot of management turnover. I don't, you know, maybe slipped through the cracks. Right, I don't know. Right. Maybe it was a demo right. for one of the employees. I, I don't yeah. know. It, it needed something fixed on it, and it kept getting pushed to the back of the line. But let me tell you. So, twenty eight hundred bucks is what I sold this car over over cost. So. I'm writing up the deal. I go on the test drive, come back, and I'm in the office, and I'm writing up the deal, and I go up to the tower, and I'm like, look, hey, uh, before I show you what price I've got this thing at, you know, because I just used to price my own vehicles. <laughs> right. I, I had people, you know, in the know that right. would tell me cost on vehicles, yeah. and so I would price it myself. <laughs> so... I'm like, before I show, show you, you... Do you recommend that? The dealerships do that? <laughs> In the 90s, maybe. All right. Before, before right. the customer knew what the cost was. Right. Um, but so I go to the tower, and I'm like, before I show you what I've got this guy at, we, this is anything over cost is mine, right? Yeah, yeah. What, it was 500 bucks. I'm like, now here. 2800 <laughs> over. The, the, well, I give it. The, G, the GSM hears about this mid deal, and he comes in. I think it was actually the next morning at the sales meeting, and we because we had one every day. He's like Higgins, if you lay down the rest of the month, you can pack your stuff right. and get the hell out of here. I'll pay you that commission, but you know you better you better keep working. They stuck to it. 
Yeah. They're good for you. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm working on my best month ever. You right, think I'm yeah, going to lay down now? Right. I want to keep roll. this ball rolling. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So yeah, well, and, and what a great question. thing to to promote amongst the entire Hell yeah. staff to say, hey, you know what? Higgins took the initiative, thousand day old unit, and you know, I mean, we couldn't let it have another birthday. Yeah, we had to. Uh, yeah, I say thousand. Hell, it could have been a hundred. Right. Know, yeah, but. it was long enough that they were just. I got. We got to move that one. Yeah, it was killing I, their ratio. I love, man, as a salesperson. Nothing I loved more than some kind of spiff like that, like keep everything over or, you know, 50% commission instead of a 15 or right. a 20 or whatever, or, you know, a flat, hell, put a 500 or a $1,000 flat on a unit. Well, and I love the, you know, yeah. Because yeah, I gotta... guarantee you, I'm showing it to everybody who comes oh. in the building. Well, you know, something that you had to jumpstart three times because the battery died on the thing because it's been there 280 days. Yeah. And... All of a sudden, you put some big, you know, spiff on it, yeah. right? Uh, you know, fifteen hundred dollars flat or something like and that, and people days. are fighting over it, right? <laughs> no, 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 my guy, my guy, we had a work deal working on it. I got him no, tossing no, over the phone. Right. My guy's got cash; he's ready to go. Come on, you know. It's like God, you guys were tripping over that thing for how many years here? So, so let's talk about meetings again. I, yeah, I read a we funny get off. one. No, it's cool, but I read a funny uh, little you know, rules of meetings kind of thing. And it was start on time. because, and, and I'm thinking, okay, I mean, most meetings that I've been in, you say it starts at a time and it starts 10 minutes later, right? right? right. Well, so this article was kind of going through, why does that happen? Well, it's because you can't start because a couple of people are late. Or right. a couple of people are late, kind of like that Dilbert cartoon, because uh, nothing important happens in the first five or 10 right. minutes, right? So... I say start without those people. Yeah. You, know, you do that oh, twice, God, and they're going to start showing up all yeah, the time. Yeah, they're going to realize the meeting starts when it starts. Yeah. Hey, you set the standard, yeah. right? I mean, I love that statement. You know, what you'll tolerate is what you should expect. Mm -hmm. Do you tolerate people showing up late? Yeah, of course. Why would you be surprised that they show up late? Because you tolerate it. Well, I want them to get here on time. <laughs> they just them. don't. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're not going to. <laughs> You're never going to achieve, you know, that wishful thinking so, yeah, start on time. And I think it's more respectful of the people's time who are there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, why, why should... I, I could be doing more productive things, right. but you asked me to be here at 9 a.m. Now, you know, now i got to sit here for 15 minutes. Right. You know, I could have been getting something done. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's have an agenda. Let's have a goal, a, a, you know, laid out specific goals that we're going to accomplish let's start on time and then lastly i would say let's leave with action items and parties that are responsible for completing those action items okay right i mean kind of like when we do consulting all right we want to say uh you know bdc agent shelly needs to make 60 calls a day instead of 50 right and and mr bdc manager this is your responsibility to make sure this gets done yeah bam there's an action item and a person responsible Absolutely. If yeah, if nobody, if more than one person is responsible, nobody's responsible. Yeah, because the other person's always doing it, right? Yeah. Well, or, oh, I think he's on that. Yeah. Oh no, I thought he was doing that. Yeah. Or is somebody to place blame? Well, I, you know, I mean, he he was taking the lead on that. I, I don't really know. <laughs> well, no, you. Yeah. So 
so yes, I, I think an agenda, even for those group meetings, even the, that would fall more into the category of presentation mm -hmm. than you know discussion, still have, have a plan going in, right? Who all do you want to participate? Um, you know, I mean, how many of those meetings are just, you know, the one guy who has that, you know, natural adrenaline flowing through his veins, who's like, hey, we're gonna kill him today. <laughs> well, come on, man. I mean, it'd be, be a little I more. I love that guy. Right, yeah, you know, and, and maybe you put him on the agenda, yeah. right? Yeah. But, you know, let him, that person still needs to be prepared yeah. With what they're going to, you know, promote. Hey, man, yeah. Some of those their... people, they don't need to be prepared, right? Right, I mean, so. You toss them the ball and say, you got anything? Oh, well, well yeah, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. We, 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 we watched the like video. That. Remember that video of the one guy uh, at the dealership? Yeah. And they're like, Saturday morning sales meeting in somebody's office. The guy that office. just, like, beat him up? Like cussing up a storm? Well, he was cussing, but he was, you know, he was that rah-rah kind of guy. Oh, yeah. And, you know, See, I but like he, I, yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan. Yeah. I, I don't I, care, you know, your rural dealership, you're from the south, you're from the north, you say, oh, everybody here cusses it. It'd be professional, man. Yes. You can't be dropping F-bombs and... No, right. And, no. All right. Now, if a, a couple of colorful words come out to express a certain sentiment, yeah. it's going to happen, right? I mean, it's, it's not a, uh, you know, corporate environment. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's, I say it's more act, of a locker room act as if it's being recorded and going to be broadcast on social media. Right. You know, if you wouldn't feel comfortable with this being recorded and broadcast to your friends and family and clients, then don't say it. Then don't do it. Right. Yeah. Right. And you can certainly be motivational and you know high energy and still be moral. Right. And, <laughs> I mean, and, not that cussing is not moral. I happen to not like it, but you know, to each his own. That's right. not my decision to judge for everyone. But I can judge for myself, and I, I wouldn't act that way. Yeah. All right. Well, so so we've got the group, right? And we're we're motivating them. We've got a plan. There are certain things we want to make sure and share, such as what the current spiffs are, where we are in our numbers, how far we are away from the goal, what our plan is to get there, who's putting balloons out today. Right. That's always important. Um, and. And then also, you know, what the current rebates and incentives, what the market, what marketing is going on currently. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, hey, here's here's what, you know, the current national ad is. And, you know, this is what people are seeing on the billboard. So be prepared for this. And then, yeah, that motivation of, you know, we can achieve the goal. Here's how the day's going to flow. And, you know, when I think of meeting, I think of the sales managers getting together right. or, you know, the, a daily or whatever thing where all the department heads get together and, you know, all right, let's discuss KPIs, that kind of thing. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the Saturday morning sales meeting is right. a type of meeting, but it's got a totally different uh, goal, right? right? The goal is not to look at our track record and see how we can improve. Yeah. No, the goal is to disseminate information and, I mean, you're not having discussions and making decisions on a Saturday morning sales meeting. No, right. Right? That should be short, pump you up, inspirational. Yeah. Well, let's talk for a moment. Where are we at on time? Uh, 20. All right. Well, let's talk for a moment. Since we've kind of laid out our thoughts on a meeting, why don't we talk about virtual meetings? You know, Zoom and what is it, Skype, you know. Right. I mean, it's... 
It's happening now more than it ever has before. Oh, absolutely. I was talking with my neighbor yesterday, and he, he has kind of an executive position in, in the automotive industry where, in manufacturing where, uh, you know, I kind of asked him how his day went and all this, and he said, well, I had a lot of Skype meetings. He said, I had to talk to somebody in China. I had to talk to somebody in Mexico. Right. And he, I'm, I'm like, how, you know, how does that work? Like, isn't it hard, you know? And he's like, oh, China's like 11 hours time difference. So, yeah, that's difficult. Right, but, yeah. But he, I said, what's it like, you know, everybody working from home now with COVID, you know, does that affect the meetings in any way? And he's like, yeah, the damn dogs in the background barking right. and the kids. It was funny. The reason we got on this topic is my brother, for about three or four years, has worked from home while the people he worked with are in the office, but they would kind of ran out of office space and he didn't really need to be there because he's bidding contracts and things. So he doesn't need to interact with those teams. So he's just been working from home for like three years. Well, he has had a kid and recently had a second child. And so now he's got, his wife is at home raising the kids. He's right. got a toddler and an infant at home. And he's like, it's, I just can't get anything done. <laughs> and the office is shut down because everybody, nobody's going into work. Right. They're all working from home. Oh yeah. So he started going to the office to get some work. Done. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, in both cases, it's like the environment of the, the participants in the meetings they're not being very thoughtful or respectful of other people, you yeah. know, number one, but they're also not able to concentrate themselves. Yeah. You know, are they getting out of the meeting or are, are they, you know, if it's a discussion meeting where you're trying to make decisions, are you fully engaged? If you got to turn around every couple of minutes and shoo the dog away or feed the toddler? Or, oh yeah. I don't know. Well, and technology, right. I mean, if all of a sudden, you know, there's an issue with the Wi-Fi or, you know, the software, I mean, yeah, there, there are other complications that certainly come into play. Well, hey, let's talk about that. If you're going to schedule some online meetings, I, I think everybody ought to take the initiative to download the software. Right. You know, give it a, t I mean, call your buddy up and say, hey, man, let's test this out. Right. And don't go up to the first meeting the first day and like, And that's the oh, first time you've tried to log yeah, in. I'm yeah, I'm 10 minutes late because oh, I wasn't working. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's just you approach every meeting with a plan, being prepared. I mean, that's just part of being prepared, right? Making sure that your software works, that you're in a place with a good, solid you know, connection. Yeah. I mean, those kind of things. All right. So anything else about virtual meetings? I and mean, we've talked about the environment. We've talked about the technology. What else can we talk about in virtual meetings nowadays? Well, I have found, having participated in quite a few, like most people who are working right now, one-on-one, um, -on -one, I think they're highly effective. Okay. In a group environment, I just think they can be effective, but they're far less effective. And there is certainly a value lost in not bringing people together, right? Because... What's it physically? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I think there's value lost yeah. by not having people all in the same place at the same time. One of them is secondary conversations that can spur from the meeting, right? Like if we're talking about, 
our numbers and, you know, somebody's bringing up an issue. Well, if I'm there, I can grab Jim before we leave and go, hey, man, I, I, I might be able to help you with that. Right. But right. it may not be something that I'm going to bring up to the group. It's an offline kind of thing. Yeah. And I can get it done right then rather than scheduling another time that I can meet with Jim to give him a suggestion that he may or may not find valuable. Right. Right. So I'm just probably more often than not going to go, I could probably help Jim with that, but yeah. You know, I'm not going to waste his time. He might not even appreciate the idea. Well, let's talk about attire for Zoom meetings. All right. Let's, uh, let's, my recommendation would be shorts. What it would be, <laughs> I was going to say, like professional from the waist up. Right. But I mean, not all meetings are professional, you know? I mean, if, if casual from the waist up, but, but whatever the setting, the environment of, you know, what your normal work day looks yeah. like. Well, let's let's be that way from the waist up. I right. mean, I, I've done several meetings lately in a pair of like basketball shorts and a button down and a suit a jacket. jacket. Right, <laughs> right. Of course, yeah. With my house shoes on. Yeah, you know. But I, I think it's just like everything else, right? I mean, you uh, how you dress is going to directly reflect on how you, how seriously you're taken, and you know, I, I think it's the whole dress for the job you want, not necessarily the job you have kind of mentality. I am always in those meetings in a dress shirt and a jacket, at least, if not a tie, right? Now, I may be at home and have basketball shorts on and, you know, no shoes, but at least my appearance, I think, is as important in that meeting, if not more important, even if I'm meeting face-to-face. The Laguna Beach City Council had a meeting recently. How about that? To discuss the length of their meetings. Right. They're too long. They always run over. And so one of the items on the agenda was to make the meetings more effective and to stay within the time budget. Unfortunately, they didn't get to that agenda item because they (laughs) ran out of time. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Okay, Ray. Well, John, I, I like the be intelligent, be brief, and be gone. I like it. Right? I mean, I think that's that should be the uh, underlying theme of every meeting. Well, you know, one thing that we are terrible at is, and this is okay because this is, you know, kind of our thing that we do, but a lot of meetings can get sidetracked, you know, talking about a little side issue between, kind of like you said, if it two people are involved out of the eight people in the room, but they get sidetracked talking about that during the meeting. You know, what are we going to do on this specific problem that us two have? Yeah. You know, and, and I've been in meetings where your wife was a participant, and I love that about Kate is that she she comes with an agenda. She and is she the keeps master people on the agenda. Yeah, yeah, I love it. With designated time periods, and this is what we're going to talk about, and then move them on to the next topic, mm-hmm. right? And you know, quick to say, hey, why don't you take that, you know, offline and let's move on. You know, we want to stick to the agenda. And I think meetings that have a plan, right, whether whether it's a specific agenda or at least a determined plan to the meeting before the meeting, what you do before the meeting is far more uh, impactful on the quality of the meeting than anything you'll do during the meeting. And, and I say, you know, I'm, I mean, I could kind of be convinced otherwise in certain situations, but 
I like sending out an email or a memo. Here's what the meeting's about, and here's the bullet points we're going to discuss. You know, here kind of here's the agenda, right? Yeah. So when we get together, everybody's on the same page. We're going to start here. <laughs> the next thing we're going to talk about is this. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I love having that going into a meeting, but you know, you, you don't need it for every. You know, you don't need it for a Saturday morning sales meeting. You don't need it if. Every day you're going to meet a sales management team to discuss the same five things. Right. But yeah, if we're doing a unique one-of meeting, let's have an agenda. Well, all right. So let's kind of recap. I think we agree we should have an agenda and everyone should be aware of it. We should have a goal and everyone should be aware of it. Right. You know, are we going to present information or are we going to decide something? Uh, let's start on time. And then let's leave with action items and responsible people for completing those. Yeah. Cool? Yeah. And the more effective the meetings are, the less people will dread future meetings. You know what they say, Ray? What do they say? A meeting is an event in which the minutes are kept and the hours are lost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one to end on, John. I think I hear some music. Thank you for joining us, and we appreciate you uh, listening to another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Yes, we do, and thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll join us again. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com? No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. So just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. You've got it. Great. <laughs>